Welcome to the Landlord's Resource. Hi there, my name is Jamie Swam, and I'm here with Connor Swam, and we are hosts of the Landlord's Resource, brought to you by Swam Property Management, where each week we bring you practical content to empower landlords uh, just like yourself. Connor, how are you doing today? I'm doing great today. All right, good, uh, good to hear it. Well, uh, today uh, we're going to talk about an experience that we had where we were dealing with a squatter. So, uh, you know, not often, but occasionally a situation with uh, property management comes up where you have a person that actually takes up residence uh, in a home illegally and technically squats uh, in the home. And it can create some issues, create some difficulties. So uh, we uh, have a story of a recent experience that we have had with that. So Connor, why don't you lead off and uh, share with our landlords a little bit about that story? Yeah, no problem. So we had it taken over. Uh, we had taken over management of what we thought was a vacant unit. We had it cleaned out, had some repairs done, put a lockbox on there so we could show the property. And at this point, we had been showing the property, I want to say, for two weeks at the time, uh, and then there was a, a lull in the showing, so we hadn't been there for a couple of days. Then one day when I went in to make sure that uh, the, the, the unit was ready to be shown, I realized that there was, evident, there was evidence of a squatter. Now, I actually never met the squatter face-to-face, -face, but there was a, a makeshift bed in the corner. There, was, there were plates and cutlery in, in the cabinets. There was food in the fridge, perishables on the counter. It was basically like someone had moved in. It was not someone that had decided to live there one night. It was someone that had pretty much decided to take up residence. Uh, and I was actually really confused because at first I had no clue what was going on because there was no one there and I had never dealt with something like that before. So I just thought that somehow maybe one of the owners had brought some stuff there and was doing things there. And then it turns out that wasn't the case. So I actually ended up going to the neighbors uh, around this unit and asking them what was going on. And they let me know that there was a window at the property that even though it looked like it works, and even though if you you know, jiggled the window a little bit and tried to test if the lock was broken, it seemed like it would work. But for about two years, that the same guy, this guy in the neighborhood, had been breaking into that property whenever he noticed that that unit was vacant because there were no lights on and would stay there in the night. And when we actually walked in, it was in the middle of winter and uh, the, the heating was turned up to 93 degrees. So it was actually extremely hot and extremely expensive in my mind for uh, the owner for this person to be staying there. Uh, and so I talked with the, the neighbors and I asked them like, hey, did you let the owners know? Um, and he's like, yeah, I let the owner know. Uh, but the owner that we had signed the documentation with, that we had had direct correspondence with, who we were told was the owner that was making all of the decisions, had, was not the owner that the neighbor had talked to. So the neighbor had talked to someone and the, the other owner had not relayed any of the information. So for two years, this neighbor was calling one of the owners and letting them know that this guy was breaking into their property and uh, staying there for free using the, the bathroom and cooking food. We, when we broke, when we opened the property, there was actually a huge pot of freshly fried chicken right on the stove. It was actually still warm, still warm in the oven. So the person uh, who was living in that property had just left. So the, the owner was getting all this information communicated to him for two years and had at no point relayed that to the owner that we were dealing with. 
So we went back to both owners and asked them just to clarify at this point, like, hey, is there anything that we need to be aware of that you two have not told each other? Uh, and at this point, I mean, that was pretty much everything. You can't, you can't hide. That's a pretty big thing to hide. So there wasn't much else that they didn't know. Um, but then we actually, right then and there, uh, before we left, after talking with the neighbor, I went out to uh, a, a store and I bought new window locks and uh, a window bar so that we could lock the window, turn the heat down, and we actually had to call a cleaning company and have the cleaning company come back out, re-clean the property because uh, we found out that uh, this tenant had also been doing some unsavory things uh, in the apartment at the time, according to the to the neighbors and so we had to re-clean the property from top to bottom the, the we had to clear out the shelves we found 40 cans of kidney beans in the shelf so this guy was not just trying to move in there to get a, a good night's sleep in a warm home he had basically lived there one of the other tenants uh, that we had talked to that lived around the corner had said that he actually started to accept mail there at one point uh, and started to act like he lived there and that he paid rent he would even mow the lawn sometimes uh, this was before we had taken over ownership of the property, but he would even mow, mow the lawn sometimes, actually uh, never having paid rent over the two years he was doing all of this. So we had to completely, and we had to put all the showings on hold. We had to do some repairs uh, to the window that now we saw um, was broken. We had to do some repairs to other windows so that he wouldn't break into those as either. We had to repair uh, a door where there was a little bit of damage, do some painting, do some cleaning, and Overall, it was a pretty pretty smooth process when it comes to squatters. I've heard a lot of bad stories about squatters. Uh, so this was a pretty, uh, pretty easy process. Didn't have a problem after that, after we cleared everything out, put all the trash on the, uh, on the front lawn. We didn't have any problem after that, never broke in, never tried to break another window, didn't retaliate in any way. So we actually got off pretty good, uh, but we, uh, we definitely chewed our owners out over that one, considering we could have avoided all of it if they would have just called each other and let each other know uh, when we asked them to. That's what we asked them to do, uh, is so that we had access to all the information we need. And at that point, we didn't because the owners had, fused, had refused to communicate with each other. And so that was pretty much the whole story. We were able to get the property rented after that, but it set everything back two weeks, cost the owner a, a lot of money in utilities uh, and a lot of uh, wasted time and more repairs uh, that could have all been avoided if uh, the owners would have communicated with each other uh, so that we could have known that. <clears throat> yeah, I actually uh, remember cleaning out that property with you at one point. So yeah. uh, there, were, uh, there were a lot of challenging things about that particular experience. Um, you know, what would you say was the most challenging part of that whole process for us? The most challenging part of the process was pretty much figuring out what was going on. So when, when I saw all of this stuff in the property, I at first I didn't think a squatter was in the property. There were so much uh, plates, forks in the, in, in, the, in the drawers, perishables on the counter. Like it, it wasn't like someone had decided to live there for a day or two. It looked like someone had moved in. So I thought maybe the owner that we were in contact with, because we had just taken over ownership of the property, was doing something I wasn't aware. So I was trying to get in contact with him before I made any wrong decision because I didn't know if this was his stuff because it, it looked like a, a furnished, it, part of one, one of the rooms was furnished, there was a piece of furniture, so I, I had no clue what was going on. And then I went around and talked to the neighbors, asked them what was going on, and then I was able to get the full scoop and understand everything. But figuring all that out and then having to reclean the property after the owner had paid to clean the property from top to bottom, uh, both of those things were pretty much uh, the most challenging parts of the experience. And uh, what would you say is the most important thing that we learned? 
So the most important thing we learned, if you ever take over a property or units or a portfolio that is owned by multiple owners, always have contact with both of them at one point. So I highly recommend you designate one as the decision maker and the point of contact, but that that but before you start to go down that road where you use that guy or that girl as the decision maker, you need to get all of the owners on board together. So they need all of the information that they have shared between each other and shared with you. So maybe you do that on a conference call, Skype call, or in person. Highly recommend it in person uh, if they if they live in the state or if they're able to come come down. But communicate with all owners so that all information is present and that you have all the information you need as a property manager. So I could think of several scenarios where it's not just a, a busted window that a guy breaks in every now and then uh, using is, is left out. I, there could be many, many more things that are needed to know, like insurance on a property or mortgages on a property or liens on a property that maybe one owner knows about because they take care of the finances and the other owner doesn't. So you need to definitely have contact with all of your owners to get all of the information you need about a property. And I think that uh, in general, the longer a property is vacant, um, the more risk that there is that uh, many, many things can happen. So let's say that um, you have a property and, uh, and you've been managing your own property and then uh, the tenant moves out of that property. Uh, it's very important that you then find and tenant the property as quickly as possible. And uh, when that property is vacant, to regularly check on that property. Now, you know, is it likely that somebody's going to move into that property during that time? Um, not necessarily likely, but it does happen. There are many other things that could happen during that process as well. Uh, one of the reasons that sometimes uh, landlords hire us uh, not to manage their property, but they just hire us to tenant their property is because, um, you know, given our software and our experience, we have a very quick time uh, turning that tenanting process around and put tenants into vacant properties very quickly. But in general, the longer that you leave your property vacant, uh, the more risk that there is. Uh, there's also some, uh, some insurance issues where if your property goes vacant for a certain amount of time, uh, there's some insurance risk as well, although that, that subject is for another podcast. Yeah. I would actually, I'd add one thing. A good way to work around this is if you have a, like a motion activated sensor where during, uh, so you, you can turn it on and off via Bluetooth or, or Wi-Fi or something like that. Uh, they're pretty cheap, under under 100 bucks. You could send it in, you could put it up in there uh, and you could know when a property is being broken into, uh, especially if it sets off at night, you know, someone's not supposed to be in there. Uh, this would be pretty much only for for uh, housing markets where you might not have a lot of traffic, so you might not be getting showings every couple days, might, maybe a week or two between showings. Uh, so this would be a good solution for uh, low, uh, for less popular housing markets. So that's definitely one solution that we've seen. The other solution is have someone check up on the property every couple days or so, put it on someone's calendar, have your maintenance coordinator go out have a maintenance guy go, go out or maybe someone on their way to work just stops by and opens up the property. But that could also lead to more uh, more calls for employment, right? So you have to pay for someone's time if they're doing that. So you could always use technology or you could always use other people. Or if your property's popular enough and it's priced right, you could just show the property every day and then you'd have eyes on the property every time you show it. So there are times where uh, you know landlords who are listening to this are going to have to deal with squatters. Uh, could be that that um, landlord has to deal with a squatter, jumps on our website, just searches for this podcast, 
So when other landlords listening to this are in the same situation, uh, what is the most important advice that we would give to landlords? Uh, the most important advice, one, let the owner know. So definitely if there's a squatter, if there's reason to believe a squatter is in there and you've confirmed that there is a squatter in your property, let the owner know. Uh, and then depending upon a couple of things like your, your personal states, uh, landlord tenant code, right? So if someone is living in your property and maybe uh, accepting mail, uh, then you might not be able to remove them from the property just by calling the police station and say someone is inhabiting your property uh, with, without you letting them. Uh, you might have to go through an eviction process at that point, depending upon the laws. So depending upon how long that person is living there and how, how well you know your, your landlord tenant code, I would highly recommend contacting a lawyer. And then if you want to move forward and you know you don't need the, the law involved at all, don't do it in person by yourself. All right. If you don't think it's going to be a, a dangerous encounter, go there with a couple people and just say, hey, time to, time to leave. Uh, or maybe even contact your local police and say, hey, uh, I'd like some assistance in getting someone who is illegally inhabiting this property out. Uh, and then definitely change the locks because you need to figure out how they got in the property. Change the locks, change the broken window, do whatever you need to do immediately so that they can't get back in. Uh, and then move on with showing the property uh, because it was vacant to begin with. Uh, and keep in mind, you always should let your owner know that that's happening so that if two weeks down the road they're wondering why their property hasn't been rented out yet, uh, and then you tell them two weeks after the fact that you had dealt with a squatter, that might be something they, they'd be pretty mad about, right? I'd wanna know if there were a squatter in my property uh, and I and if my landlord had to take care of it. So just uh, keep your owner abreast to everything that's uh, going on in the property and there shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, and I would, uh, I would echo um, that to say, always keep your safety first. So I remember when we were going back to that particular property, uh, we got three of us to go back together because when we went and, and you know reopened the door, we were not sure what we would find and whether that individual would be in, yeah. the, in the home or not. So uh, always keep uh, your safety first as a landlord. Um, all right. Any final thoughts? Uh, pretty much that's it. If you want, want to learn uh, more, we'll have a, a little bit up about this on our blog at swampropertymanagement.com slash blog. Uh, I encourage you to take a look at that. Take a look at all of our content. You know, if you need something uh, to learn from, even if you have a question, reach out. I'd love to uh, answer your questions, help you out with anything you may have. Everything is state specific. However, there's a lot uh, in every Delaware or in every landlord tenant code that is going to be similar. So some advice transfers and I'd be happy to help you out if you ever had a question. All right. Well, thanks for joining us and uh, we'll see you next time on the Landlord's Resource. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in today. We are extremely appreciative that you would spend some of your time with us. It would mean the world to me, and I mean the world if you would leave a like, rating, or review. We would love to see some of your feedback.